Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today, continuing our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, today we are doing Season 3, Episode 16, Doppelgangland. This episode first aired February 23rd, 1999, written and directed by Joss Whedon, some guy, (laughs) Eddie. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. And look what we have here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, this is all right, this episode. Yeah, I, I may have seen this episode, I think, or bits of it, I believe, some of it. You seem to know quite a bit of it. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's one that's a bit of a fan favourite, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot of people's favourite from uh, what I was reading, even uh, top ten of Joss's favourite and Allison's, yeah. Allison Hannigan's favourite episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen the uh, the multiple uh, shots of uh, her stunt doubles. <laughs> yes, yeah, and her. <laughs> and so her. it's her, and then all her stunt, all her doubles and stunt doubles. Yes, yes, lots yeah. of double double gangers yes. in here. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, Eddie? Is this a favourite of yours? I'm guessing. Oh, it yeah, is. it's definitely one of my favourites. But I think this is actually one episode that I missed when it actually aired. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Does that so, does that tie into any sort of continuity to the season, or not really? I feel I, like you probably take I, this one out and you wouldn't notice it wasn't there. Oh uh, no, because Anya Anya does come back. Right. Okay. Yeah. We do. Um. She does come back into it. Yeah. Um, oh, and Percy, because Percy also is now sort of becomes this sort of reoccurring... The basketball player. Yeah, oh. yeah. So he sort of becomes this reoccurring character, so to speak. And I was sort of like, where's this guy coming from? <laughs> and he's kind of scared of her a little bit and I don't <laughs> understand why. Oh, it all comes around. It all makes sense. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do enjoy the Joss written and directed episodes. The The dialogue is just always so much more interesting. It's always funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, always a bit, what is it, snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, I think he always writes Oz really well. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he's barely in this episode, isn't he? Or? Yeah, but every line that comes out of Oz's mouth in this episode is pure gold. Right. <laughs> yes. Like there's either, even just this little conversation with him and Angel that is just amazing Mm. (laughs) yeah so all right well uh let's get back to that i can see you're ready to go but uh, we'll get the uh, recap underway and Mm -hmm. uh get back to it Uh, we begin this episode with anya unsuccessfully trying to restore her demonic powers from dehofren we then go to principal snyder who forces willow into tutoring basketball star percy west at Giles' request, Willow hacks into Mayor Wilkinson's files. When Faith finds out, she alerts him of the intrusion. Wilkins presents Faith with a fully furnished apartment and then tells her he has plans to have Willow killed. Percy makes it clear that his idea of tutoring is that Willow should do his homework and Willow does not correct him. Frustrated and unhappy, Willow then quarrels with Buffy and Xander and storms off. Willow assists Anya with a spell, but the conjuring goes away, summoning Willow from the wish, rather than retrieving the magic amulet Anya sought. Neither Anya or Willow realise the consequences of their spell. Vampire Willow sees Sunnydale is a lot different. No one is afraid of her, and there are more humans than vampires. Vampire Willow goes to the bronze, where she fights with Percy and throws him across the pool table. 
Vampire Willow runs into her old lover Xander and realises that he is alive. She also sees Buffy who is alive and despises her a lot worse. She shows her vampire face to Xander and Buffy. Two vampires are sent by the mayor to attack her, but she turns them to her side. Buffy and Xander tell Giles that Willow has been killed and turned into a vampire, but the genuine Willow arrives to demonstrate their error. None of them are aware that Vampire Willow is from Cordelia's wish that Buffy never come to Sunnydale. Vampire Willow and her minions arrive at the bronze and capture the crowd. Angel escapes to find Buffy. Anya recognises what has happened, offers to restore Vampire Willow to her own world in return for help in retrieving her amulet and suggests capturing the other Willow to assist in the spell. Angel, Buffy and Xander head for the bronze, but Willow turns back to get the tranquilizer gun and is grabbed by her doppelganger. Willow manages to shoot the vampire with the tranquilizer gun. The others arrive back in the library and they lock the unconscious vampire in the library cage. Then Willow exchanges clothes with her and attempt to pass herself off as Vampire Willow. They then return to the bronze. Cordelia arrives at the library and unwittingly releases Vampire Willow, who immediately attacks her, but Wesley intervenes and drives the vampire away. At the bronze, although Anya exposes Willow's disguise, Buffy defeats the other vampires then captures the returning doppelganger. Anya returns Vampire Willow to her own timeline, where the alternate Oz immediately kills her. The next day, Percy, thoroughly intimidated by Willow's doppelganger and believing she was the real Willow, shows up for tutoring with all his work completed and makes it clear he intends to please her from now on. The end. (laughs) Yeah. Peeing down his leg the whole time as well. (laughs) A little bit. Um, so what have you got for us, Eddie, tonight or today or this morning? Yeah, we have the first of many of Willow's spells that will go awry. <laughs> um, you know, this is this is sort of the fallout from the past couple of episodes where she felt like she was, you know, Buffy had excluded her. Even Oz had ex- excluded her a little yeah, bit? Yeah, Oz had excluded her a little bit. Um, you also had Xander and Faith, so she's still probably feeling sl- like a a small amount of rejection from that because you could sort of tell when Buffy was talking about Faith and she was still a little emotionally unstable. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. The pens, pencil started spinning spinning really fast. Out of control. So, that, yeah, there's some feelings there as well. So she's feeling really uncool. Um, she's been forced to tutor another um, undeserving jock. Yeah, who just <laughs> says, oh, just doing my work. Yeah. And I'll go play basketball. Yeah. Um, similar to like what happened in Go Fish, where she was sort of forced to give a jock um, a passing grade um, on the swim team, but he hadn't done any work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When she, <laughs> um, was that when she was doing a teaching job? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actual teaching but job. Even like, but you can tell she just didn't want to do this. She didn't want to do, she didn't want to tutor this guy. Hmm. She didn't want to be forced to be. I don't even understand how she was being forced to. It's just the fact that that's the type of person that she is, that Snyder knows that he can force her to tutor him. Yeah. Tutor him in, in a positive, what is it, with the little air quotes by it, tutoring. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a Willow-centric episode, and yeah, dealing with the previous episodes where Willow was sidelined, which is why... Um, so Willow is in, really enticed by Anya doing this 
doing this spell with Anya without even like really asking many questions. Yeah, well, it seemed something. I mean, someone else asking her to do something else. She's like, "Oh, great! Now, what do you want? I want to do a spell. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Everything else, she just rolled her eyes. Oh God, really? Do I have to? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You also had Giles making her hack into the yeah <laughs> <laughs> the mess. The mayor's uh, computer... Hacker girl. Yeah, computer files, um, which was actually kind of a dangerous thing because pretty much put a death sentence on her head. Well, I mean... Without Giles realising it. Yeah, well, that's not really on her. That's on Faith being the uh, the mole in a group now. Yes. We'll get back to Faith. Yeah, right, <laughs> yes. Um. There's lots of opposite reflections in this episode. So you have the scene where Willow's um, vampire Willow's walking down the street and finding it all full of happy people and that. It's actually almost shot scene for – it's a scene-for-scene scene recreation of – When Cordelia of first when Cor- walked down Cordelia the street. Cordelia yeah. walks down the street in The Wish. Yeah. Um, and at the start of the episode, when Buffy's working out, she actually has her hair done exactly the same as what – she had in um, the wish. Oh, did she? I didn't. Didn't she have like a, a braid plait or something? Or yeah, yeah, that's what she has. In oh, that did scene. she? I didn't yeah, notice yeah, that. Yeah, she had like ah. the braid plait, uh, and she's and that's when she's also saying to Willow, you know, under different circumstances, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, you have Willow shout to Buffy, stop, or Buffy, no, when um, Buffy's about to. Kill um, Vampire Willow. Ah, uh, yeah, and she which stops. Is, which is very, very, very similar to the scene with Faith, only Faith didn't stop. No. <laughs> so it's sort of showing that perhaps Buffy is, the, you know, the more skilled slayer. Yeah, yeah, more control. More control. Um, oh, yeah, you couldn't get any more different than Vampire Willow's outfit and Willow's outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that pink fuzzy... Number which is almost like a classic Willow outfit. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like compared almost... to the dominatrix one. <laughs> oh, they're both. You know what? They're both. They're probably both dominatrix they're... in their own way. <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably both. Like you know how you can tell how successful an outfit is by if it gets turned into a <laughs> Halloween costume. You could almost recreate both of those costumes, and people would know what they are. And both, yeah, people would know exactly what it was. If you wore that fuzzy, like a fuzzy pink sweater. Mm-hmm. With, with flowers around it, with white, like white tights and runners. You're like, oh, you're Willow. <laughs> or 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to have no hair. To <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Faith? Yes. Uh, the the uh, sugar daddy scene. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I think that is the mayor and Faith's developing relationship. And... He is actually looking after her, which the Watchers Council haven't been doing. Um, and he's got her a nice apartment. He's paying her money. And a PlayStation. He's giving her a PlayStation. <laughs> so he's paying her, you know, she's she's been paid actual money. She's been given a lovely apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not asking for much in return. And in like I'm guessing from her upbringing... 
if a guy's giving you gifts and this sort of thing, you you got to put out. Yeah, you got to put out, <laughs> and you kind of see her her like Almost. her like survival instincts was like you see her, her going up to him, going, "Hey, sugar daddy," and she yeah. sort of grabs him, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Um, no, 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 I'm a family man. That's that's not what this is all yeah. about. What do you think I am, evil or something? <laughs> um, and, you know, he doesn't judge her for it. Um, and he's actually just treating her like like she's his evil little daughter. <laughs> you know? Hi, honey. How are you? Yeah. So he's he's treating her like a daughter. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of sweet in a weird, twisted way. Mm-hmm. It's probably the first time she's had, you know, and you could kind of tell she's been searching for these, this, like, con- like you can tell she's been searching for some sort of connection, but her trust issues keep getting in the yeah. way. Yeah. And her trust just keeps constantly being shit on all the time. And I think he's finally someone that she feels that she can trust. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I said that. And I think it's super cute. When she's jumping on the bed. <laughs> and he's like, shoes, shoes. Um, could also go into my one issue with this episode. Ooh, okay. What's that? <laughs> is that I feel there needed to be another episode perhaps before this one. Because Faith, because in the last episode, Faith had like, I thought she'd almost run away. Like she. Well, yeah, I thought she had. Yeah. I thought she'd left him and. Uh, was, yeah, with with the mayor now. Like, yeah. And so now it's sort of like, oh, maybe there needed to be another episode. Well, no, I think now they're playing the hand that, you know, she's working with him under under the radar. Yeah. So yeah. she's playing both sides now and possibly like keeping her – Keeping the doors open and seeing which way she, which well, ship she can jump on. Well, I think originally I said I thought, oh, she's doing this as a way to get back in the fold. As a, sp- as a spy, as to yeah. Spy. Uh, and I think this is the episode we go. No, nope, she's not. She's not yeah. a spy. Well, yeah, I don't think you need a whole episode just to divulge it. I think just just the scene with no, but her something, much something ex- to deal with why she is back in the fold. Like why. Why are they just they, – it's, you know, Wesley – no one seems to care that she killed someone anymore. Except oh, the that, consequences. The, except there's one like little throwaway line from Giles saying, oh, we don't want Faith um, back in the fold, especially around civilians. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the whole thing was about consequences and she didn't really face any. Yeah. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't really faced any consequences no. for it, except for having to do some psychological and physical – Tests, yeah. but Buffy also has to do. Yeah, so it's not really a less of a uh, consequence and just more of a well, nothing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. But there needed to be some kind of con- well, there was meant to be consequences, but uh, there didn't seem to be. <laughs> it's a whole episode called consequences, and uh, no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there are actually uh, no consequences for her. No. Yeah. And uh, can I ask? So, is uh, Willow aware of this parallel universe? Like, no, there was that scene where she does that thing with Anya, and she has, you see the flashes of that episode. Yeah. Almost like was she seeing that or something? Yes, yes. So she saw that. That's why she tries to stop her from pouring. So what yeah. happens is she stops her from pouring the sand on the plate. Yeah, and it just goes on her hand instead. And it goes on her hand instead. Right. Oh, okay. So that's that's how it all happened. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, she tries to stop it 
once the flashes yeah. start. So, so, so now we're at, uh, the character is actually aware of this universe now. Yes. Yeah. Does it ever come up again? Um, no, I don't no, think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than Anya becomes a main character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which you already knew that, didn't you? I knew that, yes. yes. And can I also add, uh, confirming my theory that being a vampire makes you horny. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very horny. <laughs> and this is sort of the first, um, you get the first glimpse of Willow's looming um, sexuality or of being a lesbian. Not bisexual. Not bisexual because that's too confusing. <laughs> To yeah. quote, um, what is it, The Boys, the TV series yeah, The Boys. Yeah, I, I don't remember him saying that. Um, for when Maeve, Maeve and her girlfriend. Oh, oh the marketing. Yeah, they, they won't make, they like Maeve, they're like, but Maeve's, um, she's bisexual. And they're like, no, 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 no. we can't market that. Yeah. Bisexuality is too confusing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pick one or the other. <laughs> uh, yes. So, a bit of bi-phobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, so. Pretty much this episode, she's hitting on herself. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, there was a line said, uh, just just because of what your demon becomes of you, that doesn't mean you. That's what your traits are. And then Angel's like, ah, uh, actually, <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, yep. Um, but vampires are very horny. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I, I think they kind of had her exuding that sexuality. Pretty, yeah. Mm. Rampant in this episode. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Wesley and Cordelia <laughs> in this episode? What do you want to talk about? Her suit, her dress, or her his dress. suit? <laughs> like that scene. I've come to pick up a book. <laughs> that scene when she comes into the library, and I know that it was just there to have the scene between her and Vampire Willow. Yeah. Um, because you haven't had they actually haven't had a scene together since. Probably when she, when she catches her and Xander. Oh, okay. They haven't really had a conversation. And she takes that moment to to berate her on uh on the boyfriends ethics, and stuff. Ethics. The, the ethics of boyfriend stealing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which makes for quite a funny scene with Vampire Willow just looking so bored, going, "I promise, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll never steal your boyfriend ever again." Trying to tell her what she thinks Cordelia wants to yeah, hear. Yeah, just 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 to, just to shut her up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that dress that she's wearing is just hello, cute. Looks pie. more expensive than my car. Like, um, you, you're not wearing that. Just to go to the library. To go to the library. No, bit over the top, isn't it? Oh god! A lot over the top. A lot over the top, and then her trying to run in that dress. She was struggling. Yes, I think they had to like they filmed it and then sped up the footage so it didn't look like she was uh, running so slow. Yeah, or maybe it was just all elastic. <laughs> it was elastic, <laughs> um, and Wesley was pretty gallant. Yeah, yeah, jumped in the way, but he he didn't see her there when he jumped in front of her. Mm. So, oh no! I think he was. Just, that was just a jumpy thing to do yeah. for a laugh. Okay, but I did like uh, Vampire Willow's reaction when he, yeah, he's got the he's got the, the crucifix and he's waving it in the face and she's kind of looking at. It. Then he gets the holy water and she's like, oh, whatever, I'm gone. 
I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, not done. Deal- I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm too rich for this. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I'd say Alison Han- Hannigan's acting in this episode is amazing. Yeah, I, I really noticed that. Playing the two characters and then playing Willow dressed as that character, pretending to be that character. Yeah, but you could just like the way that she did the difference between the characters and it's just like a sort of... It's those little awkward movements that she sort of makes. Well, it's the jittery nervousness of, of normal Willow. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, and then there's a calm, collective oh, no, that, confidence. That, it's the confidence, I think. Of, of Dark Willow. Of, oh, Not Dark Willow. Dark Willow. Dark Willow something else altogether. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vamp Willow. Vamp Willow. Hmm. That oozing sexuality and confidence that she had. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's that funny thing of Alison Hannigan trying to do that trying to not do it too well. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. And I actually think um, Emma Caulfield, who plays Anya, does yep. an amazing job in this as well. Yeah, she was actually pretty good, I noticed as well. Yeah, and I, 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 did notice I have that. a feeling yeah. that this was almost her audition for becoming a main character later yeah. on. Well, and even th- this whole episode was really brought about the popularity of uh, Vamp Willow, Yes, I, I believe. So just by... The coincidence that, hey, actually, that was a really cool character. Let's find some way to bring her back yeah. in some way or another. And it worked, you know, just for a one-off. Yeah. Just to divulge in that character. I, I, just, just, I just don't think too many people could pull off that doing no, that. No, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it reminds me of uh, there's a Bugs Bunny episode. Mel Blank did all the voices of Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Mm. And there was an episode where he had to pretend to be Daffy Duck being Bugs Bunny and Bugs Bunny being Daffy Duck. <laughs> Like in the voice of da- in the voice of Daffy Duck trying to do the voice of Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Now that he's a, a a legendary voice actor, Mal Blanc, who did basically all the characters. Uh, but that that's one that often comes up is him uh, being a character trying to be another character. Yeah. And I think it really shows here with Alice, Alison Harrington's uh, ability to uh, to pull it off and quite convincingly, where you can see the parallels between the two characters like straight away as soon yeah, as they like moved, even, as soon as they Oz- spoke. Even Oz just kind of switched on straight away as soon as she walked in. He's like, oh, hang on. He's kind yeah, of. And then she does like this little. Yeah. This little wave. This little I'd actually seen a gif of that too online. I wasn't sure what was going on there. I thought it might have been an outtake or something. Mm. Like I heard like doing. And uh, you just vamp, see the they? smile on his face. Mm. Like this relief almost. Yeah. And then she tries to do like the. The seductive part, and she runs her hand <laughs> through the guy's hair and it gets caught, you know, just her clumsiness as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sort of, again, another little reflection from earlier in the episode when Vampire Willow did the exact same move. Yeah, and it was smooth. <laughs> smooth and, and, it was, and perfect, yeah. Yeah, and, and it just waved in and Willow tries to get stuck in there. Yeah, um, yeah. there's a lot of neck licking in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> again with the neck licking. Yeah. Um, now... Had I asked if you'd seen this episode? Uh, no, but I did say that at the start. But uh, no, I had seen I had seen parts of it. Um, I don't remember seeing the whole thing, but I do remember like seeing that Vamp Willow had come back. I that, I couldn't remember how it all happened, like with Anya and all that stuff. But I do remember her being in it, and uh, I don't remember her uh, Willow pretending to be Vamp Willow and stuff like that. But I do just do remember it happening. So yeah, yeah. Now, did you go down any rabbit holes? Um, no. Uh, well, I've got a correction. 
<laughs> oh, yes. Uh, something I said in a previous episode, I've told some of our listeners that now now's a good time to watch Buffy with all the HD conversion that's going on for the show. And I hadn't seen, well, because I haven't seen the show since it aired, so I'm not familiar with it that well, all the episodes. But uh, a viewer of ours, Tracy, had uh, got back to me and said, uh, actually, the HD conversion has been a bit of a nightmare because <laughs> uh, the original uh the original standard definition version and also being the four by three, which is your old standard TV. Yeah. So they've done the widescreen and have uh, upscaled the quality of it all. But however, unlike other upscaling and uh, HD conversions that have done really successfully, like uh, apparently Charmed has been done quite well. Uh, the Wire was done really well. Uh, I've found out that the HD conversion on Buffy has been an absolute nightmare. and Only really for the first few seasons uh well the first few seasons they say aren't too bad but it gets worse in uh, as the seasons go on and i have noticed a few mm. things but i just ran it off as being a bit funny so the because it was originally meant to be in four by three and that's the way joss whedon always wanted it uh certain things are meant to be in frame and so there's even so i mentioned in the previous episode where you could see a stage hand in the background moving around yeah. and i th- i thought it was a character or something was going on there and uh no so apparently that's all part of the uh of the upscaling but the color correction and stuff has been dramatically changed so the the way that they converted this has been not great in in the way of getting the color correction of certain episodes and that's why a lot of the times everything is just really loud or really uh bright if you've noticed mm. even you mentioned like the episode of uh angel when he's standing in in the in the bedroom and it looks in the sh- he's got the shadows casting over him if you see the original version it's a lot darker mm. and a lot more you know when he does the turn around vamp face uh, and there's also a scene where you see uh, Buffy and Angel on the beach and you see the sunset. It's really bright, if you notice in this version. And in the original version, you actually tell it's a sunset. Hmm. And there's even other framing issues where they've... It just seems like they didn't take a lot of care in, uh, in converting it and what, they haven't, what they've done in other shows. Um, so basically the gist of it is hold on to your DVDs <laughs> <laughs> until maybe they do a proper conversion, if they do one. Uh, it's I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, people people are saying this show really does div- uh, deserve it. It was groundbreaking for the time and, and it's a precursor to what the, st- the TV show standards are these days. So it's, you know, a lot of fans are wanting it. Uh, I was unaware of it. So thank you, Tracy, for pointing that out to me. And I was, I've been quite aware of it. <laughs> You've been quite aware I, of it. Like, but to be honest, I don't really notice that kind of See, I just stuff. noticed the clarity. I'm like, oh, it looks better, you know. That, that must be better. And uh, if I'd been a real a hardcore fan of the show, I believe I would have noticed the inconsistencies. And the framing sometimes is sometimes they've – They've just made the screen smaller sometimes and had the face like take up the whole screen where there was actually more in the picture. So they've, mm. d- they've done weird things like that. You probably noticed it too, where Buffy's oh, face is taken I up think the I whole did screen. Some some of that stuff, but I, I swear it's all just in like the first season. Yeah, and then it's not as bad. In well, the rest have you of seen the... these versions though? Yes, I have. Okay, right. So I also have the DVDs, but to be honest, I probably haven't watched it using the DVDs in years. So when you went down that rabbit hole, I think you went down another one as well that we ended up discussing. Well, yeah. Now the now with the streaming services, so a lot of these TV shows were made twenty years ago, where there was no such thing as as streaming services. So licensing for music, especially, was always about its license for TV and syndication. 
However, in the last 10 years or so, there's been a bit of an issue when it comes to streaming said TV shows and the licensing for the music. Now, you probably wouldn't think that'd be a big deal, but unfortunately, sometimes it really has. And I mentioned Charm a, mo- a moment ago. Now, even though I had the up- HT upscaling, they didn't license the music. So, yes. the Smith so, song, the intro is not there anymore on streaming yes. services. Yep. Now, to me, that is unforgivable. You, How could you not <laughs> pay? Just pay them. Just whatever it costs. So the thing is, I don't want to pay any money. I mean, that that's... That's what it is. Of course, it's what it is. Uh, but there's even other shows like Scrubs. No, I've, I've heard that like nah. you can't watch. No, not the not the intro. Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, Scrubs. So, well, songs. Scrubs uh, often did use songs during the episodes, and apparently mm. a lot of that has changed. And I remember reading someone talking about Quantum Leap, and uh, Scott Bakula's wife was doing a surprise for for his birthday, and wanted all the VHS uh, versions of the series, not the DVDs because they didn't have the license or they didn't have the original music in it and had to change a lot of it. So uh, things like that happen. Like, um, and maybe some of them just ran out of uh, contract as well and mm. they just didn't want to re-license them again. So it's Yeah, uh, the, the one time I think this does happen, Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and it's the song Fear the Reaper and it fits into the show because the episode's about a reaper. Yeah. Um, and it gets changed. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, and you think the intro of the show, like that just sets it up. you got to keep it. And then I was trying to say to you that it wouldn't happen with Buffy because the song was specifically written hmm. for Buffy. Yeah. Um, and most of the artists... Yeah, well, most of these the- songs are original songs, yeah. So there must be an agreement with it. But maybe they'll smart enough to license it. Maybe they already had it. You know, who knows? Yeah, and most of the songs used in it, uh, as you said, they're pretty unknown bands most of the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, and, a, and another horrible offender, The Wonder Years, the Joe Cocker song. Oh, uh, yeah. That's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't get that uh, What Would You Do song. Oh, okay. Oh, no, Dawson's Creek is also... And, oh, yes. how, how could you do that? Oh, I don't want to run away. No, don't sing it, don't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a license for it. Um. <sighs> Yeah, no, we don't have that either. Yeah. So on our streaming services. Um, and was there anything else before we get into question time? So Kay's Choice, they were the musical guests in uh, this episode. They were in the bronze and uh, they were a Belgian band from Antwerp, uh, quite popular in the mid-90s. Um, they had a very popular song called Not an Addict. Now, I didn't remember, I was looking going, I don't remember this song. But then when I started sort of listening to it, I'm like, oh, I remember this song. Is that, that's not you singing, is it? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you singing then. Nope. Yeah. Um, so this is the most popular song, Not an Addict. So I get in so much trouble for playing these. Yeah, you do. But you keep doing it. Oh, I don't know. Sucker for punishments. I am. <laughs> Interesting thing for the on this song on the YouTube page, everyone's commenting about how they used to be an addict and this song helped. <laughs> yeah, so See, I, do- I actually I actually really like the song that's actually in the episode. Yeah. 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 So they they've broken up and reformed, and I think they're still around touring. So yeah, um, got a huge catalogue of songs. I follow them on TikTok. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there yep. you go. Um, yeah, so they're still active. Like, 
I could tell straight away they were a successful band when I saw the Wikipedia page. I'm like, oh, okay, you guys actually do have been doing some stuff because other times there've been bands that just got like one paragraph and that paragraph is saying they were in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's them. So you've been following them? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because you were drilling me about it before. Going, do you know who they are? I'm like, yes. Oh, so you just followed them after I said that? Or you had been following no, them? No, I've been following them. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, uh, question time? Let's get into it. Answer the question. Okay, Jared. Which character was your favourite? <laughs> you know no one can actually see your face, right? They can hear my face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Vamp Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Vamp Willow. Uh, though I was going to throw an onion in there. But yeah. Vamp Willow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Vamp Willow kind of steals the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, which character do you love to hate? I did love to hate Anya. <laughs> <laughs> I had douchebag, dumbass, overprivileged Percy. Oh, (laughs) got thumped on that one, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck Percy. (laughs) Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? Seeing Vamp Willow fighting those guys in those tight pants and corset must have been so excruciatingly painful. Which. Uh, the f- oh, the well, she's fighting the, the vampires. In the alleyway. That's yeah, the one yeah. that I have too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's something about that scene because never seen Willow fight. Yes. Fight. But, and even Vampire Willow you haven't really seen really fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she kicks some ass. Yeah. And tortures him. Who do you work for? The <laughs> no. mayor. Who do you work for? You. you. <laughs> it's something like she just did it asking that question and the just a slight tone shift in her voice. Who do you work for? Yeah. Yeah, it was done very well. Just that a slight tone shift. That's all it was. <laughs> um, LOL moment. There are so many. Um, this one's hard. But yeah, yeah, there's so many. Uh, my one was, um, and Buffy's like, are you okay with that? And Willow, dressed as vamp, Willow says, it's a little binding. I guess vampires don't really have to breathe. And looks down at her low-cut shirt. Gosh, look at those. <laughs> Josh, the ones. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, mine has to be um, uh, Xander shoving the cross in in Willow's face and not doing anything. And then he's shaking shaking it, shaking it, the the cross like it's a broken torch, (laughs) and then tries again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there's also probably that the um when they jump up after that, both Xander and Will Xander and Buffy jump up to hug Willow, and then she's like Giles, what's going on? And then Giles jumps up, (laughs) lets his you know his Britishness Mm -hmm. disappear, and like. You know, aggressively hugs her and then apologizes, and then she's like, "If you done, guys done a bunch of drugs, or <laughs> was it? No, did you guys happen to do a bunch of drugs? You give me the names of your drug suppliers and distributors, and I'll tell the judge." Um, but also, like when a- a- when Angel also walks in to tell 
Buffy about Willow being a vampire and then yeah. sort of turning and looking and going, hi, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Willow. <laughs> and then being a bit confused. <laughs> so everyone's like so upset. It's like, oh, my God, Willow's dead. Hi, Willow. Hi. <laughs> yeah, there's so many LOL moments. Um, Favourite scene? I really liked uh, Willow awkwardly walking in the Vamp Willow outfit. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Try Just and... amazing acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have Willow pretending to be Vamp Willow at the bronze. Yeah. Like, yeah. And doing the, the whole trying to swipe the hair. Um, but also um, the mayor and Faith in the apartment. Mm. There's something. There's something... I don't know. Something wholesome about it, <laughs> yeah, but the undertone of how evil everyone is. Something really wholesome and slightly off. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your least favourite scene? I thought it was weird how uh, Oz was worried about Willow missing school to come to the concert, mm. even though he's actually repeating school because he missed out at school yeah. the previous year. Um, I guess that was it. Yeah, I got douchebag Percy going, oh, yeah, Snyder said you're going to do it, Willow. Um, and he was like, Willow's like, he never said that. What meeting were you at? You like discipline. Uh, and then he's like, she's like, oh, look, I'll, I'll get the books you need. Just meet me at lunch. No, no, no. I don't have any time at lunch. I got to hang out. <laughs> Like, just, uh, what, what? You got something better to do? Just type it up, put my name on it. Oh, and don't type too good. Dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible guy. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a terrible guy. He's just a... a douche. Well, privileged yeah. douchebag. Um, favorite quote. So, with faith in the mayor. Thanks, sugar daddy. <laughs> Now, Faith, I don't find that sort of thing amusing. I'm a family man. Now, let's kill your friend. <laughs> uh, I had the um, Willow Oz in the hallway after she finds out that he had a gig or hadn't been at school. And mm -hmm. and it's like, you think I'm boring? And Oz is like, I'd call that a radical interpretation of the text. <laughs> <laughs> um. But also the Giles, Xander saying, Giles planning on jumping in with an explanation anytime soon. And Giles is like, well, uh, something um, very strange is happening. And Xander's like, can you believe the Watchers Council let this guy go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one would be Cordelia. Best Cordelia freakout moment. Uh, the Which is in the... Is it the bath, uh, the toilets, or something? And she's like completely freaking out, scaring. And uh, then Weasley comes in and saves her, just as she's like, she's freaking out pretty hardcore. Then I reckon yeah. as she's being chased. I've got the, and okay, it isn't even like I was that attracted to Xander. It was more just that we kept being put in these life or death situations, and that's always very, oh, that's <laughs> always all sexy and stuff. I mean. I more or less knew he was a loser, but that doesn't make it okay for you to come around and Cordelia looks at it um, going, what, do I have something on my neck? 
Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry, I go back on what I said. Uh, and she was pleading with Willow she can have Xander back. I think as she was, <laughs> as she was running away. <laughs> yes. You have Xander back. I don't want him anymore. <laughs> yeah. A true moment of, uh, of bleeding for your life. <laughs> yes. Um, and who gets the wooden spoon? I gave Xander the wooden spoon. Mm. I guess he didn't really... He couldn't get his cross working. <laughs> Forgot to recharge it. <laughs> Forgot to charge his cross. <laughs> yeah. Batteries ran out. Batteries ran out. I, did, I didn't know that you had to charge your oh, crosses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, they have USB ones now, so you don't... Oh, okay. Yeah. So you think that one was running on batteries? Yes, Eddie. <laughs> Yes. He forgot to change the batteries. Yes, Eddie cross. forgot to change the batteries. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably would have gone with poor Vamp Willow. Yeah. Because she gets sent home and then gets immediately. Yeah. And you can kind of lip read what she says. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, who's the MVP of the episode? Um, I've got maybe a very controversial pick for the MVP Uh-oh. of this episode. My MVP for this episode is Alison Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, no. I think, I know it's not a character, but she was just amazing. <laughs> oh, you Alison changed Harrington. the rules. That's... Well, you know. Um, okay, it doesn't say... Character. It says MVP. Who was the MVP? Yep. So I think you found a little loophole. So this is my show, Eddie, and I think I can go with this show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and Alison Hannington. You're going to Hannigan. Sorry, Alison Hannigan. You're gonna yeah. Alessandra me. Yeah, I had that trump card sitting there waiting. Um, yeah, no, I get. She was just brilliant. She was brilliant in this episode, so I yeah, gave it to her. Yep, I I'm not gonna go against that because as I said, I think you found a good little loophole there, mister. Because <laughs> it's MVP. It is. Yep, yeah, so he was the best character. So this changes the whole dynamic of the show now, doesn't yeah, it? Sudden it Tiffany. totally does. Yeah. Huh. All right. I I think I'll have to join you with that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's so good in this. Yeah. I also just want to add, I've seen other shows do this. I've seen Red Dwarf do something similar where both uh, actors change characters. I noticed straight away which which actor was the better actor and the way they were the way they were portraying each character. So it was when Lister and and, um, and Rimbach had changed characters. And uh, the, uh, he, uh, the actor, I uh, can't think of his name, played Rimmer was the better actor I felt out of the two. The way he acted, the way they changed characters. I felt one did it better uh, okay. than the other. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a clear difference. Yeah. Uh, Chris Barry, that's right. Chris Barry and Craig Charles. Um, yeah, Chris Barry, I felt, was the better actor. Mm-hmm. So it does show sometimes. Yeah. And by the way, this won't be the first time that this happens as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look forward to that. Yeah. Um, what do you rate the episode out of 10? I gave it, I think I wrote seven. I'm going to bump it up to eight <gasps> non-lunchtime bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. 
Um, I'm gonna go nine out of ten pink fuzzy sweaters. Yeah, which is also good. <laughs> nah. got pretty competitive this episode, Eddie, didn't we? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I was pretty agreeable, though. You weren't. No, I mean in our choices, you yeah. Yeah. You slam dunked me a couple of times too. Did I? I don't think I did that at all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've reached the end, Eddie, have we? Yeah, I'm all done. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up for another episode of Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. Yes, and always be sure to like, share, subscribe, drop us a comment, criticism. What do you think of my choice for tonight's uh, MVP? Let us know. Catch you later. Bye.